I see. I identify that quote now actually with the uh, Guns N' Roses song. Guns N' Roses. So, okay, judges, we we accept that. Okay. Welcome to Promo Upfront Podcast, episode number 30. 10 more than 20, still 10 to go to get to 40. I'm one of your co-hosts, Bill Petrie, with me as always, the commander-in-chief of Clubhouse, the one and only Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the heck are you today? Man, I'm doing well. Uh, you know, been on the road with family stuff, which was great, and then I actually did the Opus shows last week. So, Man, it feels so good to be sleeping in my own bed and just get back into a routine. Great to get on the road. It felt good to get back into that. But man, I'm feeling really good to see clients and all that sort of thing. So how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. And I'm sure it feels great to be safely ensconced in your 80 degree house and sleeping in your own bed. Yes. So I, I know you had a great trip with your family. And I know the events last week were mm -hmm. uh, really successful, the Tom shows with OPA. So, you know, a lot of great things happening in the industry. But I think, you know, my favorite thing that's happening in the industry right now. What's that, Bill? Thank you for knowing to ask. It's uh, something brought by our friends over at Aim Smarter. Now, a lot of us know the folks over at Aim Smarter and what they do. It's a huge organization uh, that supplies experienced promotional distributors with creative services, a product sourcing platform, network events. We're not here to talk about that. You can investigate that on your own. What we want to talk about is the AIM Diversity Initiative mm -hmm. and how that program is really trying to help every promotional products uh, industry professional build and foster a culture that prioritizes diversity, equity, and inclusion. We talked about it a few weeks ago, and I want to share with you, if I may, Kirby, yeah. their first event, their kickoff event, because I know you're excited about it as well. It's Tuesday, February the 9th, so a little more than a week away. Thank you for writing that down, Kirby. Tuesday, February 9th at 12.30 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to be Zoom. Obviously, we're still being safe and social distancing. But here's what's cool. It's featuring international diversity, equity, I'm sorry, uh, diversity, equality, uh, and inclusion expert Roy Gluckman, which is really great. If you've ever heard Roy speak, and I know, I think you have, I know mm -hmm. I have, he's a tremendous speaker. He's not only uh, very entertaining, it's very informative. And so he's going to speak about how to create that kind of culture within your organization. I know that's something you're obviously interested in. Yeah, it's something that I think, just looking myself in the mirror, I know that's something I need to do better about, I think, as an industry. I think really all of us know we need to do better about it. So the idea that AIM is taking a leadership role on this, I think it's one of those moments where we somebody just needed to step forward and say, we'll, yeah. we'll take charge. And I appreciate AIM and their organization doing that. And it's really cool. They're not just doing it for AIM members. They're doing right. a lot of this yes. for the entire industry. I mean, this yes. is open, which is so wonderful. So Nikki Stella and her team, uh, Seth Barnett, uh, they have a whole uh, task force that's yeah. kind of involved with this. Brian Jolin, who's a friend of the show, he's involved in that. And so, and the best thing about it, it's free. Man, yeah. what a great, it's going to be about an hour, hour and a half. And I think it's going to be an incredible investment in your time. I know you agree with me, Kirby. So again, Tuesday, February the 9th, 1230 PM. You want to register and learn more, head over to aimsmarter.com slash about slash diversity. Can't get easier than that. Just type that in. Use your fingers on your keyboard and hit enter. <laughs> go there, register, click, go do it now. 
great okay. movement, great people. And I, I love that we're able to do something like this yeah. uh, for them. Yeah. Again, awesome. Like I said, not only is it a good thing, but I, what you said about them doing it for the entire industry, somebody needed to take the bull by the horns. And I appreciate that. Uh, absolutely. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So Kirby, thank you again for having the courage fresh off your vacation uh, in Mexico to podcast at a why don't we call it a spruce level today? We're still in the winter okay. spruce tree just reminds me of winter and it just kind of rolled off my tongue. And now that I've explained it, everybody's going, okay, Phil, we, we got it. It's a tree. <laughs> so Christmas so ale, got it. It is a Christmas ale tree. So we have, uh, I have the promo up front topic today. Okay. And I thought because it's taking the world by storm, I can go one of two directions with this. I, I, they're both Clubhouse. on my list. Yeah. Clubhouse. <laughs> okay. Clubhouse, 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 clubhouse. Okay, cool. Um, so I, I want to talk really about how we use it in the promo world or how it's already being used. So I've got a couple things and let's let's talk about it if you wouldn't sure. mind. It's a for those of you who don't know, it's a pretty ingenious new app. It is audio only and it's only available for people with iPhones or other iOS devices. So if you're an Android user right now, you're out of luck. It's a it's a small group of nine people. And if I, if I understand it correctly, it's a family of nine people that built this platform, but it's audio only. And what it does, it creates these rooms that gives you access to really interesting, thoughtful, inspirational leaders. Gary Vaynerchuk is on there. I think Guy Kawasaki's on there. I know uh, Grant Cardone is on there. So really cool stuff. But you can also form your own room and you can help bring people quote unquote on the stage. So many great learnings. And this thing in, in less than a week has just taken our industry by storm. We hosted just a fun little room last night. Mm -hmm. uh, as we're recording this on Wednesday, Kelsey and I are doing one tomorrow, giving that a tumble. I wanted to add in, in I would be remiss if I didn't mention that both Charity Gibson and Javier Melendez are kind of taking the the leadership role in educating the promotional products world about this. So I wanted to get your impression. You had your first clubhouse experience last night. It's yeah. definitely a rabbit hole you can go down. I want to get your opinion on it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Uh, so I have a couple couple thoughts about it. Number one, yeah, it's impossible to miss right now in our industry. It's like every other post is somebody saying, hey, should we get on clubhouse? I'm like, if, if right. that many people have to ask, the answer is yes, right? <laughs> um, number two, I really what I have liked about it so far is is the – you know, there are certain social media platforms that kind of come in and, and some of them just resonate with you and some of them don't. This is one that does because I think it, at least so far as what I can tell, it inspires more thoughtful, uh, deep conversations about things and, and, and true conversations. Like you said, you can invite other people onto the stage and, and really like last night we had we invited pretty much everybody up on the stage and we were having sort of a a running dialogue. And I like the ability, and I always have, I like digging in a little bit deeper on topics and uh, kind of getting everybody's perspective. So I really, really dig uh, that part of Clubhouse. And it's so new that I think we don't know yet. Like, again, that was part of the conversation last night. It's like, okay, how can we implement this with what we're already doing? Is it a totally separate thing? But I think there is real opportunities to extend the conversation. And, and I guess the other part is it allows us to, when you get into a new app, especially when you're an early adopter, it allows you to extend your audience. Um, because sure, we're having conversations within the, uh, the industry, but I, I actually hopped on to one where Charity and Javier had invited, you know, end users into the conversation, mm -hmm. what has worked, what has not worked. Um, and that, that was super interesting, I think. 
Yeah, I think it's an interesting platform. I, I don't know what kind of legs it has. Yeah. That that it's it's coming on really hot, which kind of makes me think it may burn out just as quickly. Sure. Um, what I like about it again is the access, and it's just this open source. Again, that's you know, it's one of those things that cuts both ways. And so right. as I as it grows, as the community grows, you have to be invited. And if you invite someone in, you if they violate the terms of service, you're on the hook for it too. So mm. I, there's kind of a self-policing order, and I kind of like that. But one of my concerns is you're I'm already starting to see there's quite a few blowhards and gas bags on there. And so you're going to have to start wading through some of that to get to the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And the bigger it gets, the more waiting you're going to have to do. Right now, I feel like I could pop in any room and this is really good. Mm-hmm. But then every once in a while, you get someone who's like, they, you, they don't know what they're talking about, but they feel like they've got to say something. <laughs> and you know, we've all been in meetings like that where there's the one person who feels like, okay, I'm going to take a little bit of what he said, a little bit of what she said, and I love what she said. And I'm going to amalgamate that into my own thought. And it's like, <laughs> you're just extending the meeting please yeah. <laughs> um so i I'm, I'm a little concerned with that but i do really like the platform and i actually wrote down a couple of thoughts mm-hmm. you know for distributors i think it's a great way to hold a town hall with either a few clients or a single client and really teach them the value of promotional merchandise mm-hmm. i think that's a cool use for a distributor i and you disagree with me please if you if no you I, I like i i mean i wouldn't um, I, I think the, the doing it with one would be a little weird because i think you'd want to open it up but yeah but my but I'm, when i meant one client i meant maybe a group from one oh, okay. client like five or six people from a single client where you Fair. know you can kind of virtually brainstorm a little bit um i guess that's also called a conference call so maybe that's dumb <laughs> no um, i do get though um, supplier, it's a great way to educate and maybe share some case history. So mm. you can verbally storytell. And that's one of the things I love about the platform. It's audio only. Yeah. And one of the things that's becoming a lost art, I see it in my kids. It's becoming a lost art is explaining yourself without showing pictures, <laughs> yeah. telling a story without showing something. Yeah. That's important. And it's a skill yeah. that needs to be honed. And then I think for service providers or really anyone, it gives access to you. So Kelsey and I are hosting one tomorrow and we're just screwing around on it. We want to see what it's about, but it allows people to get to know us. And so hopefully they like us. They may not, but what do we always talk about? People buy from people and brands they know, like, and trust. It gives people an opportunity to have access to you. And I think we're even going to give it a tumble from a podcasting perspective. We're going to host a room for this podcast, not now, obviously right now we're recording it. So not this podcast, but to talk about the topics on the podcast this Friday, we're going to call it promo front podcast episode 30 chat at five o'clock Eastern. Um, so we'd love for you to hop in on clubhouse Kirby and I'll be there. We're going to keep it short 30 minutes. Let's talk about either clubhouse or any of the other topics we're going to talk about this week. Kirby, what else, what other uses are there in the promo world? Do you think, you know, I, I think that, uh, even honing. So one of the things that this was a couple of years ago when I was really trying to break into speaking, one of the things I actually used, and I got, I don't even remember what the app was, but it was a live streaming app. It wasn't Meerkat. It was the other one. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but I was practicing, I would literally live stream, my speeches to practice and get real feedback. I actually wonder if that for, for folks who are working on presentations, that would be a great way to invite people in and then allow people to give you feedback afterwards. Like if you had a 15 minute speech, you wanted to knock out, I actually think that'd be a great way to get feedback. I Um, I think it would be too. Yeah. The other, the, the other thing, and I don't know if I'm getting the full uh, experience. And the reason I say that is my, I don't like notifications. So yes. when setting it up, I, I blocked, well, I set them up yeah. and, and I allowed them for about a half an hour Yeah, <laughs> and then it blew up and I'm like, nope, 
I, I, yeah. I, I, that is not, I don't enjoy that. It's distracting. You know, me, I like to be able to yeah. focus. And so I might not be getting the full clubhouse experience because I'm like, no, I don't want to know every time every single person opens a room. I'm struggling with that too. I don't have a lot of notifications. They don't bother me so much. So it doesn't necessarily distract me. I mean, usually when I'm working on my phone face down, yeah. so I don't look at it. It doesn't bother me. But if I'm on it, I, you know, if somebody's hopping in a room, somebody I like, somebody I follow, somebody I know, and it's a topic and I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I'd like to know about that. So I'm still, I like you, I struggle with the notifications because yeah. right now it seems like the more I know, we, the more involved you get into it, the more notifications you get. And it's yeah. a lot. And I'm not sure it's something I want a lot of. Yeah. That's, and, and so that would be my only, my personal only critique of it is I'm like, uh, I, I like to be intentional about that sort of thing. And I'm probably missing it. a lot of the positives. I get it. Awesome. Well, good, good conversation. We'll, yeah. we'll give it a tumble this Friday, kind of a feedback half hour at five o'clock Eastern. Yep. And that's uh, going to be called promo upfront podcast episode 30 chat. As soon as we're done recording this, I'm going to go ahead and set it up. So hopefully people see it. Yep. I'm excited to do that. So that awesome. Kirby, what topic say you for this podcast, sir? All right. I got a couple. I'm going to go. So there was a sort of a big headline uh, at the during the beginning of this week. Uh, I think somebody maybe even tagged us in it. And I always love it when people uh, give us topics to discuss. So I always try Absolutely. to respect that and bring it up. Makes uh, our job a lot easier, folks. Keep it coming. It, it does, but it also makes it, if, if yeah. the audience is saying that, then we're discussing relevant things to them. So Budweiser is not going to have a Super Bowl ad this year. Yep. And um, I didn't dig too deep down in the rabbit hole, but essentially I think they're taking that money and um, to promote the vaccine rollout, which I think mm -hmm. is kind of a neat uh kind of idea for that. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to see, and I have some opinions about this, but I want to see your take. I mean, is that a big deal that Budweiser's not doing it or is it bad? Is it good? What say Bill? It's a big deal because we're talking about it. So yeah, it's a big deal because we're talking about it. I mean, I think if I remember right, and I don't have the article in front of me, um, and it has been such a flurry of things this week. Yeah. I actually had that written yeah. down earlier in the week and I don't even have it on my notes to talk <laughs> about. I, it's that, that's how busy this week's been in terms of, of content for this, this podcast. Um, I believe they've been part of the Super Bowl for 27 years in a row, if yes, I remember right. I think that's right. Um, and so it's it's a big deal that they're not there. Um, I also know that Coke and Pepsi are not going to be part of it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they have the philanthropy aspect that, that Anheuser-Busch seems to be having. Mm -hmm. um, I think anytime there's a change that, I think anytime there's a big change like that in terms of advertising, I think it's a big deal. I mean, it, to me, it, it you know, Super Bowl Sunday is also the Super Bowl of advertising. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, and how many crappy games did we sit through in the 90s and the only redeeming <laughs> value was the commercial? So yeah. um, it's very, very interesting. It's yeah. really, really interesting. So I'll, I'll be very curious to see uh, see how, what kind of thing there's, I think, but they're also, if I remember right, they also have a website where you go and get a coupon and you can get a free beer for the Super Bowl. So hmm. it's, I, I, I'd have to check that out. So I might be wrong on that, but I, if there's free beer, I want one. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So and it was Kelsey Cunningham, I think that actually texted us about that. Okay. Yes. That, that does sound right. So here's my take. I, I don't think it's a big deal. Okay. Um, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. All <laughs> yeah. right. So it, it, because here's the thing, Budweiser, is not doing it. Yeah. Anheuser Busch still is. Correct. Right. So they Bud are still, Light. Yep. Yeah. Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer, other those things. The reality of it is they're making a business decision. They're going to promote the things that are selling. Budweiser sales have gone down. It makes yeah. sense that you'd want to reinvest that to the shit that's selling. So to You're, me, that's that's the 
the other side of it. Okay, I'm flip-flopping. You're 100% right. I forgot. <laughs> and Well, actually, I did forget. As you were talking, I'm like, I think if I remember right, some of their other brands are still going to be part yeah. of the Super Bowl, but I didn't want to say something that I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah. So now that you have the art, since you have the article in front of you, absolutely. It's not a big deal. It's it's pandering. So mm-hmm. I'm completely backpack, backtracking. No, I appreciate it, it's, that. That's good. It, 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 I, I was wrong. I, no, no, I, no. It's... It, it, I appreciate both sides of this because yeah. and I wanted to take the opposite just because so we can have the discussion. Yeah. It's a big deal when a when a long term brand doesn't do it anymore. That being said, I they, they haven't gone away. The other thing they're making a big deal about Pepsi not doing. It. I'm like they're yeah. sponsoring the halftime, halftime. show. So yeah. it's like it's not like everybody. And by the way, uh, half uh, the uh, Super Bowl ads cost is up seven percent. Yeah. So they're yeah. still selling. Oh yeah. Well, and the, the other thing is it's still a little bit of a big deal because we're talking about it. So, Budweiser is yeah. getting more press for not doing something than they are for actually their product. Yeah. That's, that's a sad statement of their product. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So okay. that is a, that is a big deal. You know what else is a big deal, Kirby? What's that Bill? I think promotional merchandise. That's just me personally. I don't <laughs> know about you. I feel very strongly about promotional merchandise. In fact, if I, off the top of my head, why, do you have a promotional product near you? Just t- show me your favorite promotional product this week, please. So my favorite promotional product this week, I, I talk a lot when I talk about clients, when I talk about whatever, I talk about perceived value. So mm-hmm. I love products where I, you spend $10, but the customer thinks that you have spent 25, right? Like that, that's a good uh, item generally. And one of the things I think has a lot of high perceived value is an umbrella. I always uh-huh. think that an umbrella is a thing that if, Nobody wants to go to Walmart and buy. It means that no. you're both pissed off and wet, yeah. right? And so this is the 800N from Peerless. Oh, love right? that and, umbrella. And so it is the inverted. Yep. Delio, sorry. I think I think you just got 746 years of bad luck. Uh, I don't buy that at all. Okay, I don't either. Uh, so anyway, really nice piece. I think it's the 809 mm-hmm. is the, or 800N, excuse me, Yeah. Uh, is the item number. Great piece. And uh it's one of those things that I've, I'm a big believer in because it's one of those things that your customers all want, but nobody wants to well, go buy. Yeah, no, I love that. And it's a great umbrella. Charity uh, Charity Gibson would be very happy. Dan Edge would be very happy. <laughs> and your Macintosh, the whole crew over there at Peerless would be very happy to know we're talking about umbrellas. And it's got a great imprint area too. And it's one of those things you never throw it away exactly unless right. it breaks. And yeah. I'll tell you, Peerless umbrellas, high quality. It's not going to break yep. ever ever. (laughs) All right, Kirby, my turn, right? Yep. I think so. All right, Kirby. I got a couple things. Um, (laughs) You know what? Let's talk about inauguration merchandise. All right. Okay. But Bernie Sanders merchandise. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure you've seen the chair meme. Mm -hmm. Um, No, first I'm hearing it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's been a crazy week. So the Bernie Sanders chair meme is so great. It is so fun yeah. uh, that people had fun with that. It's not a political thing. My gosh, it's a, it's an yeah. old guy who's cold in <laughs> Gore-Tex and mittens. Yeah. It's just funny yeah. and put him in every stinking situation. Well, I don't know if you knew this. He turned it into branded apparel yep. uh, on his website, calling it the Chairman Sanders series because <laughs> he's sitting in a folding chair, which is just brilliant. Yeah. So He's just doing that, nothing, right? He's just sitting there in mittens, but it's on on shirts. Yep. So uh, it's on black t-shirts for 27 bucks, yep. uh, $45 for a crew neck sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Sold out in less than 36 hours, Kirby. <laughs> Sold out. And the best part about this, the best part, he donated every bit of profit, every proceed, everyone to 
what a, a wonderful organization that I don't think we think about it often enough meals on wheels. Yeah. What a wonderful, lovely thing to do from a human perspective. What a wonderful case study of the power of promotional products. And I don't know if there's much more, whatever you think, please share, but I just thought it was brilliant. It brilliant. is wonderful. I'm so glad you brought it up. If let's put it this way. You were saying if you, it, when you're talking about people, if they haven't heard of it, if they haven't yeah. heard of it, there is zero chance they're watching this podcast. Yeah, that's they, a good point. Because it was, it was ubiquitous, right? Like, I mean, uh, literally yeah. at one point you and I were on a text chain and, uh, that went on well past yeah. my bedtime. Yeah. And it was, they just, new ones just kept, kept showing up and they, they're, they're delicious. They're really fun. They, they really are. So really, again, Roger Burnett, who friend of the program, great guy, friend of ours. This is really, so when I thought, saw this, I thought, man, this is something Roger would love glom onto. It's so cool. So yeah. really cool stuff. All right. I just wanted to touch on that. Kirby, do you have another topic for us? So I have a topic that is unrelated to anything. It is uh, just an unpopular opinion and I wanted okay. your take on my opinion. Okay. So I'm watching a uh, game the other day uh, and I'm flipping around and which I want to do. It drives my whole family crazy. I like on commercial breaks of football, I'm going to look around what else is on. Um, and I started watching the 30 for 30 on Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Have ah. you by chance seen that at all? I, I have. It's pr- I think we watched it in early stages of the pandemic this summer, but yeah. yeah. But of course you're familiar with the oh, home yeah. run chase oh, that would yeah. happen that. I, so here's, here's my unpopular opinion. Integrity of the game be damned. That was the most fun baseball ever was. Yeah. I don't care if they were all juicing and PS they were. They were. They all should, the, the, those two people, including Bonds and all, Clemens and those, Hall of Fame. We need we need to reconsider the entire idea of who should be in the Hall of Fame. I know well, this has nothing to do with marketing, but it pissed me off. This is ridiculous. This year, there's no inductees to the Hall of Fame in baseball. We need to take away all the people who vote for that. It's ridiculous. So, uh, I am going to echo your unpopular opinion. <laughs> I agree with it wholeheartedly. I, I, the baseball writers of America who are responsible for Hall of Fame voting, uh, biggest sham in history when <laughs> yes. you realize Hank Aaron, who just passed away last week, um, for he broke Babe, you know, Babe Ruth's all-time home run record. Yep. And in, whether you agree with the whole steroid stuff or not, that guy broke what everybody thought was an unbreakable record as an African-American in the South in the seventies, this guy started in the Negro leagues. So he knew racism. The fact that nine baseball writers of America, people did not put him on the hall of fame ballot. He was not a unanimous inductee to the hall of fame. Nine racist blanks <laughs> didn't do that. So that to me renders the entire process. I know look, baseball writers of America is a very haughty group. They yeah, think clearly. oh, so highly of themselves. Um, so no, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I just, I was just like, dude, baseball. I, I am not a Cardinals fan, and I am not a Cubs yeah. fan, and I, that was must see TV. Yeah. That was fun. Oh, look, I like seeing them jack the home runs. All right, do we have time for one more, real quick? Sure, sure. We'll make. All right, I just we be tone deaf a little bit again. Sometimes we like, what are we gonna talk about? I feel like we have a. a dearth of things and i don't want to lose sight of this one okay uh, dale denham's online 18 i just yep. want to touch on it real quickly uh things i like things i didn't like okay cool all right things i liked charity number one yes uh how, yes 
Uh, I loved the inclusion of companies, not just individuals. I thought okay. that was inter- that that was a cool thing. You were number five. Congratulations there. Well, we were you. both on the list. Um, yep. I was number seventeen, I think. Yes, seventeen. Uh, I love ASI was number seven. Vin yeah. Driscoll, CJ Mitica, and Melissa Newman do such a great job there. Meg Erber at a rocket with eight. Um, yeah. She's killing it on the Industry Insider podcast and is so great there. Michelle Bell at nine. She, her Twitter account's just gold. Just gold. <laughs> Um, Snugs at number 11. We all love the social media that they do. Maple Ridge Farms at 16. Mm, Um, They have such beautiful imagery. And then Javier Melendez, obviously, with all the work he does on TikTok at 18. Those are things I liked, things I did not like. Um, I've been bouncing around the list. I've been one this year. I was 17. I don't, I'm honored to be on the list. I would have loved it for Ben Brandovate, though, because I do feel like what Mm -hmm. we did with Brandvicate Week was more important than anything I did personally over the year. Um, Dale Denham should be considered. I'm not saying he should be on the list. I know it's his list, but he should consider being on the list. He doesn't even consider it. I'm not saying he should be on the list. Consider it. And the last one, no Josh Robbins. Man, that dude's everywhere. How's Josh Robbins not on that list, yo? (laughs) Yo. All right. Well, okay. So I, I, I love that you've prepared. I have not, I know. Uh, but what I would say, here's what I would say. I agree with you about specifically about the, um, the companies on the list, because yeah. I, it, there's just several and snugs is a perfect one because it's not just about yeah. social media posts. It's the videos they create that the video yeah. they created for it's, common skew is one of the best the pieces of content I've seen in our industry ever. ever. <laughs> like literally. And so yeah. I think that because you can, and, and ASI is actually a good example that they're, they're truly, they are a media company and they're acting mm-hmm. like it. And it's like yeah. calling one of them out, I think is they're all doing good work. And yeah. I think there's a lot of companies like that. So that that's Absolutely. the big piece I would agree with because um, that it's fun to watch that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anything you didn't like about the list? Um, I can't think of anything. I, I, okay. I, I always, here's what I'd say. I, I, the Josh Robbins piece. I think there's. I could every year I could make a list of people that I, I know. Like, I uh, you know honorable I was being mentions. A little, yeah, yeah. I was being a little cheeky there because yeah, um, Josh listens and comments every time. We got to kiss up to the seven members of our audience. Herbie, um, that's called pandering. Look into it. <laughs> Shit. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I. It is a thing that I, I admire every year, and I'm always. Yeah. Again, I, I think Dale does a great job. Uh, honored to be on it honored to be even considered to be on it so and i love and dale does a great job with it i'm not giving him any grief ever yeah yeah. it is the thing it's the conversation we have every year about dale not being on the list so here's what i would say i don't think and and i mean this with respect i don't think dale should be on the list and Mm But I always say the person who creates the list is more powerful than anyone on the list. It's, it's up to them, right? Like, yeah. so, so that, that would be my take on it. Awesome. All right, Kirby, I believe we're at the time of the podcast where we really create the mullet. That is this podcast, <laughs> the party in the back section. I hope you have something fun for us today. Kirby, what do you have? I hope so. I hope so. I think this will be fun. All this right. Was, I, you know, this is one of those things that I, sometimes I have ideas and this wasn't one of those times. So literally 45 minutes ago, I came up with okay. this. I hope it, it's fun. So we're going to okay. do movie quotes today. And the okay. movie quote, I'm going to give you the quote. Okay. And you got to tell me the movie. All right. I think you're going to do super well on this one. Okay. Um, of course, you know, I thought you weren't going to do well on the, you know, name in the band leader, yeah. whatever, and you killed that. So we'll see. All right. So we'll start with one that I think is an easy one. All right. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. 
I, you know, I actually know it's that's a Godfather quote. Mm-hmm. I've never seen any of the Godfather movies a whole the way through. I've tried. This is where people are going to just barbecue me. <laughs> I have tried so hard because I know people love them. And man, those are the slowest moving, most boring movies in made ever. I'd rather watch a film strip in seventh grade uh, science class. Thank you. Continue. All right. So just as a side note, number one, that quote is, I think in some way or form or fashion in all of the Godfather movies. Yeah. And number two, I've never seen any of them. See, um, there you go. <laughs> go ahead. Make my day. That would be Clint Eastwood from Dirty Harry, sir. Yeah. Okay. So it's Dirty Harry is the character. The movie is actually yes. called Sudden Impact. Yeah. Okay. So, are you looking for the movie? Yeah. What are you movie. looking for? But okay. Give me both. That's totally, okay. I, I, okay. Judges, we accept it. Okay. Oh, um, All right. Okay. What we've got here is a failure to communicate. Ah, uh, see, I always I, I I forget the movie that's from, but uh, um, no, I know what it is. It's uh, Deliverance. That's from Deliverance. Cool Hand Luke. That's what I said. Cool <laughs> Hand Luke. I see. I identify that quote now actually with the uh, Guns N' Roses song. Guns N' Roses. So, okay, judges. We, we accept that. Okay. Because that's what I wanted to say, but then I just decided. Yeah. No, Guns N' Roses is what I thought of okay. too. So that's that's totally fair. Show me the money. Oh, that would be Tom Cruise's character in, uh, shoot, what is that movie? Oh, don't say, the it, don't say it. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, Jerry Maguire. That's it. Jerry Maguire. Very good. All right. If you build it, he will come. Oh, that would be Kevin Costner in Field of Dreams. Very good. Very good. Well, you're, you're halfway through. Doing great. All right. Okay. I see dead people. Oh, that would be Haley Joel Osment in the Bruce Willis-driven vehicle directed by M. Night Shyamalan, and I can't remember the name of the damn movie. Dude, you're, you're killing it all the way through. I got the, every part of it, but the damned... Uh, oh, the, oh. Uh, ah! I don't know. The Sixth Sense. The Sixth Sense. Gosh, golly darn it. I'm, I'm channeling my inner Philip Rivers here. I'm not swearing Gosh, today. Golly, okay, I like it. All right, this is a good... I, I really like this next movie. This might be a tough one, but... Carpe Diem. Seize the day, boys. Make your lives extraordinary. Dead Poet Society, Robin Williams. Very, very good. I love that movie. Okay, this is one that is I, this one of my favorite movies of all time. You keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. It's an obscure... No yeah, it's an yeah, obscure quote. No okay, let me give you a different quote. Hello, okay. my name is Diego Montoya. You oh, that home. would be Prepare Princess Bride. Correct. Princess Bride. Yeah, I thought that one was too easy. So I, I that's okay. It. No, no, no. I didn't even look that one up. I just know all the lines to that movie. Oh, good. May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> There's no crying in baseball. Uh, that would be Tom Hanks in uh, oh, what's the girl baseball movie? Dang it, I don't remember. Madonna's in it. Gina <laughs> Davis. It's great. You know, all the, the actresses, uh, a league of their own, a league of their own Kirby. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Final one. Ready? Final gonna, one. Final you're, one. You're going to get this one. Ready? Get busy living or get busy dying. I have no clue. Really? I don't. Shawshank Redemption. Oh, it is. Oh my gosh. That's like one of my, <laughs> that's, that's why that's I time. saved that for last. I thought for sure you'd uh, get that one. <laughs> see if you'd said something like, you know, hope is a good thing, maybe the best of things. Yeah. That would have done it. But yes, it is get busy living, get busy dying. You know what else you need to get busy doing, Kirby? What, what's that, Bill? 
you need to head over to aimsmarter.com slash about slash diversity so you can sign up for that fabulous uh, kickoff of their diversity program that's going to help every promotional products industry professional build and foster a culture that prioritizes diversity, equity, and inclusion. Really, really cool stuff that uh, Nikki Stella and her team over at Aim Smarter are doing. So to get things rolling, they're inviting everyone to that kickoff event. Again, it's Tuesday, February the 9th at 1230 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's going to feature Roy Gluckman, who is a terrific speaker. He's a very knowledgeable person about this exact topic. And I think everybody, everybody will get something out of this. So I think it'll be time well spent. Again, aimsmarter.com slash diversity. Sorry, aimsmarter.com slash about slash diversity. Free, free, free for anybody in the industry. You do not have to be a member of the Aim Smarter community. Great movement, great people. Love it, love it, love it. Cool, man. This was fun. You know what else I love? What's up? going to get a beer because we're done. <laughs>